This is Solidarity News on Radio Labour. Hello, I'm Mark Polarge. I am currently the national president of the Solomon Islands National Teachers Association, SINTA, in my country. I will try to give the context of Solomon Islands National Teachers Association, SINTA, to give us an outlook at our challenges from this part of Asia-Pacific region. That is Andy Tosasai, the president of the teachers' union in the Solomon Islands. The country consists of six major islands and more than 900 smaller islands. Mr. Tosasai was speaking at a recent conference organized by Education International. EI is the global union which represents teachers and other educators around the world. It has 30 million members in 172 countries. Mr. Tosasai. In terms of unionism, and the education system in the country, SINTA is the only teachers' union in the Solomon Islands that advocates for teachers. It has 10 provincial branches. Each branch is manned by their own four-year term executive. The union's headquarters is in Honiara, the capital of the country. The education system in the country, especially for early childhood education, primary and secondary sectors, has been managed by four separate entities, which are the government, provincial, church, and private. They are the education authorities that manage around 11,000 teachers and schools in the country. At foremost, the two main challenges are to increase the numerical strength of unions and their empowerment. Technically, the interferences by forces that directly and indirectly affect unions will continue to be present and develop in terms of the government and, it, and its institution, technology and economical changes. Solomon Islands as an ocean blue country has a lot of difficulties to deal with and there are radical initiatives that CINTA is aspiring to in order to maintain its well-being and purpose. In fact, one thing is very obvious in our endeavors and that is the interconnectedness of the factors that are to be dealt with for a better future of maintaining better number of union members and enabling. Firstly, the challenge of increasing and maintaining membership is a huge one. This is due to factors such as the seizing of teachers' salaries and employment by the Ministry of Education, retirees, teachers moving to other fields of work, and their belief in unionism, voluntary membership, geographical, and financial difficulties and others more to them. In this regard, the number recruited yearly is just too good to replace the outgoing ones with a significant increase in the last 35 years. Fortunately, under my leadership, this year we have managed to increase the members and change the tide. This comes from strengthening of the network's communication system and actual recruitment and advocacy. For instance, Education International had assisted us in our recruitment, exercising and establishing the momentum that each day there are new members coming in. Within the rim, as a developing country, we need more assistance to really tap this untouched aspect of recruitment in the country. In other words, recruitment is an engagement that must be embraced to achieve increasing membership regardless of the tone of the working environment 
and voluntary membership aspects. And recruitment should focus on the newly employed and young teachers. In our context, another avenue that should be capitalized on to attract more teachers' members' membership is the enhancement of teachers' recognition in relation to attractive salaries and working conditions. Most complaints made are centered on the ideal that the teaching career is the lowest paid in the country. And that's it. Labor news you can use. You can listen to our daily newscasts and features at radiolabor.net. I'm Mark Belanger. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity.